Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today is longtime listener, poet laureate, and Taya master, Anne-Marie Young. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Indeed we are, and we are especially privileged because we have a special guest joining us today. Her name is Emma DeGallo, and she is the host of Emma's Universe, a podcast that uh, I encountered when uh, we actually met on a website called Audrey. Uh, and I read about her her uh, podcast. I thought, that's pretty cool. And I contacted her, and she checked mine out. She said, that's pretty cool. So we figured, well, let's let's do some shows with each other. And that's what led to her being on the show with us today. So, Emma, hello. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Oh, it's an honor to be here with both of you, Walt and Anne-Marie. So I'm excited to be here. It's wonderful. We're glad to have you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. well, it's a moment in time that we're all going to enjoy, I'm sure. And I I know that uh, we have plenty to talk about. I want to start off by just getting uh, asking you a question that you started to ask us before we started the show, but you didn't allow us to answer it. I'm going to ask you the question instead. The question is, how did you start Emma's Universe? How did all that get going? Well, uh, after several years of tiptoeing to have my own business, I, it was on my, part of my actually, uh, quote unquote groceries list, or you can call it a vision board. You can call it your intentions and it was part of it. So I started with creating my business. Then I went from the blog and I'm like, Oh, I have to put this on the list and true story. A day in February, a few years ago, I was in a kitchen. And winter time. So just letting you know, winter time here in Minnesota, it's about minus 20. So mm. you do not open the windows. But I heard that page that is in the kitchen with my groceries list, quote unquote, turn around and I was cooking, turn around. And I'm like, okay, let's see what's going on with that little list of mine. And the first thing that came to me when I looked at it was podcast. And I'm like, okay, universe, time for me to do my podcast. So. Stopped the cooking, went straight to the office. (laughs) Because I don't know at that point, I didn't know how to do a podcast. I had no idea what I needed. So just uh, Googled it, believe it or not. And I got the software, what I was supposed to use. I've got some information on the host, where to put my podcast, because it's an audio podcast. And um, microphone and stuff like that. So I ordered everything. I connected with the site. I'm like, okay. And I got started this way. I received my beautiful microphone. And I'm like, okay, what are we going to call it? (laughs) I'm like, okay, it's Emma. And I'm working and dealing because I'm an intuitive with the universe. So I called it Emma's Universe because Uh... when I, I decided to start the podcast, the first episode I had was, okay, what I'm going to say, I don't know. So I use my blogs. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, it's like people have ideas. I don't. I'm like, okay, <laughs> my, first book, my first blog and I'm going to just read my first blog for the, for maybe one or two minutes, then let the universe talk. And that's how I started it. Just. And my universe came up like that. It's a collaboration between myself and the universe, channeling the universe at all time. And what comes out of my mouth, it's coming from the universe. So, And that's cool. But but I still don't know why. Why did it end up on your vision board in the first place? Why did you put it there? 
because it was part of what I wanted to do as giving back to the community. Uh, my wow. podcast, like my blogs, is something you can monetize if you wanted to. And I said, I'm not going to monetize it. I want people to hear everything the universe has to share. So it's a deal, quote unquote, between myself and the universe to give back. Mm -hmm. So anyone can listen for free around the world. Mm -hmm. And messages are giving to people when they're listening to it, there is something that resonates and say, oh, this is for me. And they get the message. That is great. I love that. Yeah. And, and LOA today is, is very similar. Most of our listeners are just that. They're listeners. There are a few that also see the video. So we always have the mm -hmm. video available for them. But, uh, yeah, well, I started the show 10 years ago, back before you could even do video on a podcast. There was only one option. It was audio. That was it. There was no other choice. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of the way it got started. That's cool, though. I like the fact that uh, you, you wanted to create the podcast just because you wanted to give to people. You wanted to help people understand. And, and I, I still keep my deal with the universe, and I don't monetize it. I don't make people pay to listen to it because I feel that it will limit uh, mm -hmm. the listeners, and it needs to reach out to everybody. So I've been doing it. I've put myself on Twitter, on social media, because I didn't want it to be on social media, but I use social media to actually um, post my uh, episodes and it took off from there. That's really, really yeah. cool. I like that. How, how long ago did you start it? I started in 2017, 2018. So it was four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very interesting to look at the statistic because with no advertising, no marketing, I have over 80 countries listening to me. Isn't that fun to know that you're reaching it's, that many people? It's it's amazing. It's flabbergasting. When, you, when I started to look at it, I was laughing. I couldn't stop. I said, seriously? I'm like, how did they know you? <laughs> and uh, the podcast I'm on, which is very interesting, was... Um, Podomatic, and they only have about, I think, 12 different platforms you can put your podcast on. So it goes to different platforms, so like mm -hmm. Apple, Spotify. Right. And a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was looking at my um, online. I did a Google search very briefly. I needed the link. And I realized I'm over 30 platform and half of yeah. it I need to put myself on. I don't know who's doing it. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know they exist. I don't even know where they are. But some people are putting mine on different platform as well. And I'm like, okay, if if that helps it's people, it's great. It, it, it's a bit of a shock, isn't it? I mean, I remember my first time that I saw that. I was like, "Where did they find out about me?" But you're right; they just exactly. pick they pick it up from Apple, they pick it up from Spotify, they pick it up from they pick it up from all the usual sources, and then they create their own version of it. Yeah, they do, and they they linked it to other platforms. And I'm like, "Well, yep. this is great. If if that can the word can reach more people and inspire people, that's what it's all about. It's inspiring yeah. people. For me, it's a win-win situation." But I'm still humble. I still doesn't grasp, you know, over 80 countries. To me, it's like, what? I'm looking at the map, but it's, it's still surreal for me. And I'm like, okay, that, that's weird. It's interesting. You know, it's like somebody in Tibet listened to you. I'm like, okay, Tibet. Okay, that's interesting. But I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't know why, but thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Gratitude. Yes. Well, they, they needed to hear something you were saying, Emma, didn't they? <laughs> But it's it's very interesting to see that you know we uh, like you probably did. Uh, I try to post three times a week, if not more. But I've been consistent, and I think that's what works the most: is being consistent. 
even if you don't see the results. For me, I never look for the result. I'm not looking for fame and famous. It's just passing the word. I, again, I have a deal with the universe. So for me, it's like passing down the words, whatever comes out of my mouth is whatever comes out of my mouth. And that's it. And that goes. And I'm curious about one more thing, too, before we move on to the next uh, part of the, the discussion sure. here, which is I know for myself, and I've mentioned this many, many times, so listeners really know this inside and out. They could tell this faster than I could tell it. But I know that the reason I really kept going with this is I loved it so much. Yes, I wanted – I actually my, – my motivation for, for starting off was because I was – caught up, uh, my, my business got wiped out by the 2008 financial crisis and I was oh, floundering wow. and I was trying to survive and I, I couldn't even afford to hire a coach. So I figured, well, I'll start a podcast and I can get coached for free, which worked beautifully. But what mm-hmm. I didn't know was that it was actually going to lead to something I was really enjoying doing. And I imagine if you've been doing it for four or five years, you probably found the same thing. Like, this is fun. This is fun right. doing this stuff. So it's, it's, it's super fun. I loved it. And for me, uh, it led me to other things like, um, you're doing you're doing it yours live right now. So for me, Podomatic, what I'm doing my podcast, and I, I need to explain, and I'm starting to correct people because people are assuming a podcast is a live stream. And it's like no, it's not live stream. A podcast is you're on the front of your computer, you're recording it. You can right. at the end modify, stop, cut, redo whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And for me, it helped me to develop a little bit the way I'm speaking, meaning not as fast as I normally do. Because <laughs> when you're <laughs> really excited, you go, blah, 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 and like, no. Then um, be more comfortable behind the microphone. Because I don't know for you, your first episode was, but for me, it's like, what am I going to say? You know, you can read your blog, okay, but, and then. And it's finding the way to go with the flow, because I go with the flow. I don't. I don't plan anything. I just sit on the on front of the computer and just do it. But it did lead to something else afterward. Uh, started last year, actually. It's all of this working got me to the next level, which is working with two different apps right now. One is called Wisdom. And uh, that app actually happened, and it's still a funny story because I even told uh, Dio, who's the uh, owner of that app, how it happened last year I was putting actually another platform and it was iHeart Radio for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I had a I was having a casual conversation with the universe uh, and it's always loud like you're you're I'm talking to you. So how it works with me. And uh, I was putting this on and I said, you know, it would be nice to have a live audience because podcast is great, but having a live audience will be even better, like a radio show like this. Sure. And I'm like, I was putting this and I'm like, okay, put it the rest, mind my own business. Two weeks later, I'm receiving an email from the concierge of wisdom telling me they had a podcast. And I'm like, okay, they're going to have a podcast coming up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm assuming because you're telling me podcast, that will be, I'm going to take my recording, put it in there. I was like, I have plenty of episodes, so I can put it in there without a problem. Well, September, September arrived. They finally we were in the beta phase, and this is where, to my horror, when I was going there, I'm clicking on a little microphone, and I see, like you've got, like, on the top, live. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Cricket. In the third word, I'm like, what? I shut it down. 
laughed for about 10 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes. I just laughed. I'm like, I'm going to sorry myself because this is, no, you're kidding. And I'm like, you know, I'm like is it a joke? I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, you what? I'm going what? And I sat down and I said, okay, you got two options. One, you don't say a word and never going to be able to speak live. Or two, you're going to go back, do your episodes. Again, use your blog as the beginning because it's like I wasn't prepared. I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, I'm live, I'm live. And I did. I went back live. We were in a bit of a So he was a few days before the release. Was able to do it. And then was able to connect with other people, uh, other, um, what do you call it, top mentors. And uh, started to do live uh, live streaming uh, in one of those called the Seashore on Wisdom. And then I had somebody else's, and you know, this is where you see the stepping yeah. uh, stone. Then you, one by one, you go up and up. Then I had somebody who told me about Fireside. And I'm like, okay. And I said, well, it's a brand new app from Mark Cuban. I'm like, okay. Wisdom doesn't have the video. It's only live audience. People can hop and come and talk to you. You don't know who they are. They will come and have a conversation with you. And I had a lot of people like that. And I said to co-host a show called The Sea Show. We went on Fireside. And Fireside, now you get the audio and the video on the same time. So it's a different way to do things. Hmm. But it's a very interesting way to do uh, to do that. So, you know, my simple little podcast got me right there. And by way of perfect synchronicity, so it's always I always said, watch out what you're saying to the universe because that <laughs> comes true. And for me, it was a shocker because I wasn't expecting this, but I love it because it even when you realize you're live, like right here, you're like, okay, one, you stay mindful. You do not go angry on live shows mm. because you cannot stop it. You cannot cut it. Whatever you said goes and there is nothing you can do about it. So he brought the mindfulness on the top of it too. Very so, good. Yeah. I like that. I, actually, I'm not f- familiar with either Wisdom or Fireside. So you got me thinking, oh, I should go ch- check Wisdom. these guys out. Wisdom is pretty good because you can go live. It's a little bit different. Uh, you can host it and there's one person uh, that can only come as a guest. And I asked, I asked Dio, I say it would be nice. It would be too because like you and Anne Marie will only take those spots. So nobody will come and join you and have a conversation. So I asked her and I said, well, when you're improving the app, it would be nice to have a third spot because when you co-host, then you have the capability to somebody that come and interact with you. Otherwise, it's kind of breaking everything. So I did co-host a few shows with different people in within the U.S., which was interesting. And Mark Cuban is very interesting because anybody can participate live and they come and it's you as the producer that will moderate everything. So when they ask or you can bring something on, somebody on stage, you can remove the person from the stage. It's very interesting. So it's, it's, there is an evolution that's very interesting for me. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check it out because I've always been intrigued by the same idea that you were, that it'd be fun to have a, a live studio audience, like a radio show or a TV show or something like yeah. that. Start with wisdom. I will go first with wisdom to get the, the hands of it because wisdom Okay, Mark Cuban, everybody has been filtered, meaning they will check your credential to make sure you exist. Mm-hmm. 
Wisdom, it's a little bit different because they don't go as deep there. And we had some few things happening, like uh, we had a fake uh, Elon Musk and I caught him and I'm like, no, it's like <laughs> you don't want to deceive people. And to me, it's like you shouldn't use somebody else's name and pretending to be him. So it's like, no, but this is a very good app. I feel, it, I feel for me, it's like a testing ground. Uh, wisdom because you already can practice your your craft and then you can move to the next level for me is fireside where you can co-host it's more production level you're involved in your music like you're doing everything but it's really showing and it's a-list so you have uh, actors you get a lot of a-list from hollywood who are on fireside because it's mark cuban so, sure. but it's a very good app. It's very, very interesting to be live for an hour and very good app. So it's very interesting for me. It's, I would have never believed wisdom existed uh, last year in the middle of last year. I would have never believed it, but way of perfect synchronicity. So yeah. it's still learning and you can see communication wise, how well, you know, by working with people live, because I got some very interesting individuals that came live on wisdom and the way to handle them, to end a conversation, you know, he, it's an art. It's very interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Emery, I keep thinking about, I mean, we've been doing, I've been doing the show for 10 years. You've been doing it with me uh, for the last year or so. And it's, it's fun. We enjoy it. We love talking with each other each week. I like talking with my other co-hosts as well. Um, we love having the guests on, there, but there's always that one extra element of how would, how do you engage the audience directly and, and we get the live streamers who comment and that's always fun too but yeah. every once in a while i just think wouldn't it be great if i could just you know bring you know it, like like do the old thing that the tv hosts on the old talk shows used to do where they go out in the audience with a mic and they walk up to somebody who's sitting in the audience yeah. and put the mic to his mouth and start talking to him that there, there's something fun about that <laughs> no, right it is fun it, it it is fun and with wisdom yeah, to be honest with you at the beginning for about a month month and a half nobody would come on stage for, uh i don't know it's maybe they were shy i don't know if they were interested about excuse me my dogs <laughs> <laughs> well they Sorry. wanted to be on the show too see they're trying they to figure out how do you get pulled out of the show wants to be on the show absolutely <laughs> but uh it was very interesting because for the first month and a half nobody were talking to me on wisdom or you know because you can pop anytime you want you see when there is somebody who want to pop as a guest and uh and then started people started to talk because it depends on the topic as well and me i'm talking mm. about the universe i have messages to pass i i give um i play with i have oracle cards from colette baron reed so i'm using one of them to just give the forecast of the energy and get the topics going but it's very interesting when you you have people coming and for me um you have a timer so I used the timer for an hour instead than 15 minutes because I always felt that when you got uh, somebody coming as a guest, you don't want to pressure people. It's very difficult when you have to say something to combine in like 15 minutes. It's very, and I, I oh, put yeah. it for an hour. So a lot of people feel more comfortable to speak with me for over an hour, even though they say, I'm going to be here for five minutes. And an hour later, I say, oh, oh that's been an hour you've been with me. <laughs> but yes. It's interesting because... It happened and I've been, I think the longest I've been live on Wisdom was about six hours, over six and a half hours. Wow. With wow. six different individuals. Wow. Wow. That's so intense. I'm ready, we are in UK, be ready for the next day. If that comes <laughs> and you be ready for that. But it's very interesting when you have, you know, communication with people, you, 
you would never talk to or it's I don't know it's very interesting because I'm using that practice in my life as well so I can go to a grocery store or anywhere and strike a conversation with anybody and we can have a good laugh and I walk away and I'm laughing I'm like well I don't know that person but I had a great conversation with that person so <laughs> it's being able yeah. to talk to anybody and, and be comfortable and people will approach you because like you do, you have been doing it for 10 years. So I'm sure people come easily to you the same with you and Marie. You probably saw the difference between the beginning when you started to now. People are more confident to approach you for some unknown reason because they know you. I don't know. They feel something I like would, comfortable. I would say I've pretty much always been like that. I will literally talk to anybody. I drive my family crazy. They'll be like, who's <laughs> mommy talking to? I don't know who that is. They're like, let me use that. I don't know, just talking to someone. So yeah, that's never been a problem for me. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, well, plus in a sense, Amory, you are my equivalent to wisdom because you were a listener who became a, a podcast well, host. That's what mm -hmm. I was going to say. Yeah, a, a, a live audience definitely sounds so much fun because it's nice when it we is. get the comments and the questions in the live stream. Mm -hmm. But how many of your co-hosts are listeners? Because I still yeah, listen few. to all yeah. the shows. Yeah. Well, and, and you it's know, fun that way. It, it depends on the day too. It's like I, I like to keep a schedule. I did the same with my original podcast. You keep a schedule. So at the beginning, when you start, you may be going to have one, two, three different people coming. And uh, like me, what I did on Wisdom, and I do once a while because I'm not as much on Wisdom than I would love to. But um, what I do is when uh, I have a lot of new people who came in and they said, oh, I came and stumbled upon that app and you're the first person I talked to. And I'm like, okay, well, here's your challenge. You're going to need to start your own show. Mm. And they're like, what? And I said, yes, we have, a, everybody has a story to share and tell. And I said, communication wise, it's a great tool to be able to communicate. Like mm. you two, you don't have any issue to communicate. You have been doing it for so long, Walt and Anne-Marie, like you said, <laughs> you're very comfortable <laughs> and you, you, your communication level is outstanding. But for people who have never been able to speak up, then they can start and they're going to learn as they're practicing. Mm -hmm. And I, I encourage everybody. So what I do is not only I encourage people, but because I have a set of followers on wisdom, then w uh, the followers will know where I am somewhere. So when somebody mm -hmm. starts and I'm uh, sitting on their show, then people will come and I will be on stage with them. So people will come and listen to them. So I encourage to do that as well. It's not about me. It's about everybody else's to be able to master the communication skills. Well, you're also helping people to overcome the number one fear, which is the fear of public speaking. Yes. That, that's the you're making it, you're giving them an easy way to overcome that fear. If assuming that they actually want to overcome it, not everybody would want to overcome it, but some people do and you're yes. helping them do that. That's cool. Yes. And I, I felt it's a, it's a great way for people. It's a, uh, that app is free. Everybody can use it. Uh, I believe it is in the UK. I think it is in the UK. I believe so. Uh, so, but it's just a great app to just practice, to communicate. And it changed, I would say, even with my podcast, I felt there was a change in my communication level as well, and it's evolving in a good way. So thank God it would be a trouble. Otherwise I'd be in trouble if it wasn't, <laughs> but it's very interesting to continue to practice. I think the biggest skill set is communication, how to oh, communicate yes. with each other and uh, um, 
practicing, uh, I, I use it as my grounding and my testing ground, and I love it because it's very comfortable. And face people you don't know. You never know who's going to pop in. So you don't even know who's coming in when you're welcoming people, which is even more interesting. Second, I have learned so much in this last year. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, just sitting and watching Walt and Lou, who's our other co-host. I mean, I, you say, I mean, I'm good at communication and I can talk literally all the time. But I just sit here and listen to both of them because their stories and their knowledge. And I'm sucking it up. And I'm like, and now I feel a bit more confident. So, yeah, I just love the idea of getting more viewers involved. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was thinking, too, because when you came on, the first time you came on the show, I remember we, we exchanged emails afterward. And, and you weren't really confident that you could contribute to it and all that. And look at you now. I mean, it's an entirely different story now. But that that was kind of like your transition period, like Emma was just describing. You, Absolutely. You, you, kind of, you kind of took advantage of the fact that you could do it with me, with the mm-hmm. others. And you eased your way in, just the way she was describing. And that's what I found it wonderful. And having an audience uh, is amazing because... You never know who you're going to answer to. And, and it's mm. like, you don't know what they're going to talk about. That's why I let them talk about <laughs> topics. It's called the environment. If they want to pick up what I'm talking about, that's great. If they want to share stories. I have individuals who share different stories when I was talking with them, which was very interesting, actually. So, and you control your environment. If you see you want to stop a conversation, you can stop the conversation. You have a way to remove them from the stage. So it's mm-hmm. very interesting because you never know who's going to talk to you. At all. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. I love it. Well, you have to so, be on your toes, right? I mean, you have to be ready because anything could come you your know, way. Um, you're, you have to. There is days I have uh, individuals who came up and they're like, oh, I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, okay. And I let them talk and I'm like, okay, we're done with it. And I had full, uh, other individual jumping in and say, well, you handle it pretty well. I'm like, well, you know, it's you have to learn. It's part of the way to handle yeah. life. It's it's just be gracious under fire, quote unquote, when people are, you know, overly excited about something, you can set up your rules. Like I always said, I don't talk about politics or anything like that, because there is enough of this. It's all about uplifting people. Good, you know, a good message, good laugh. Um, I did a full episode, actually, when I... Uh, uh, in December, December, January, we had ice and I fell on the ice and I hurt myself pretty bad that night for an hour and for an hour and a half, two hours, I was laughing so hard. It hurt afterwards too, but it didn't matter. <laughs> we talked about laughing, about falling, about, you know, epic story of fail. And I'm like, oh, let's go in that direction. And trust me, there were funny stories that I could not do, even when I was younger and people were laughing. I'm like, you have to laugh, otherwise you're going to have an international incident with me. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part, I make the analogy every time I said, yeah, every time I fail pretty bad on the ass, it's like uh, on the ice, it's like Home Alone. I don't know why I always have that movie, Home Alone, um, Home Alone 1. The first Home Alone, yeah, and, down and it's hilarious. It's like, I give a 10 out of a 10 today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to make fun about it. My chiropractor was happy to see me the next day. Me too. But you know, I mean, Tiny was entertaining. And I wasn't planning on that. So It's a heck of a way to score points. But hey, if you scored points, that's that's good. You know? 
Well, yeah, and you need to have fun. It's like it's about life. So yes, it's yeah. you know, it, don't take yourself too seriously, even if it does hurt. But that's okay. But it was hilarious. You described the moment, you know, it's like, yes, I was on the ground. I was like, yes. And we started to laugh and make fun uh, about it. And I had people sharing some of their stories as well. I'm like, well, <laughs> this is what it's about. So, that's yeah. it. I, I think that's really important that to show real life rather than just, oh, you know, just keep your vibration up, be happy. But actually showing, showing those falling on your ass moments, yeah. you know. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You know, making it real and people can then relate and engage, can't they? And they feel more comfortable doing so. Well, you know, uh, even as an intuitive, it's beautiful to talk about how you can raise in uh, your vibration higher. But I'm sorry, not every day is roses and bonbons. And I would be uh, hypocritical if I'm saying everything is beautiful <laughs> in my day every day. I'm like, no, it doesn't. But there is some tips you can share. Uh, and that's what yeah. I utilize. I utilize uh, some of my experience and, you know, you make it the best that you can. And people like to come uh, live and share their experience as well. So for me, you have to be real. People know. Yeah. So if you w listen, both of you, you're real. You, you know, when you have somebody who is not real, you, you're not going to listen oh, to yeah. them. Hear it in a tone of the voice. You're going to, there is something that doesn't resonate. But well, plus, that doesn't uh, hurt. We, we don't live for perfection. We live for improvement. If yes. we can improve, it's a good day, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, a few things went wrong, but more things went right, and I improved. I got to be a better person. I got to a better place. I learned some things. Hey, it's a good day. Yeah, it didn't all go perfectly, but so what? It was still a good day. Exactly. We're, I always said we're students of life, and we're learning every day. I may be a master in my field, but I'm still a student of life because I still have to continue to learn. And that's what I love. It's the, the, the concept of, well, today I'm on cloud nine. Tomorrow I will be under the wave trying to paddle up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's try to find the silver lining and get going. But that's part of life. It's part of, you know, the human experience. Spirit is first, human next. It's beautiful that you're sharing how to manage those moments so that people can get that joy. So, yeah, I love that. That's really good. I'm reminded also. Of a, them, you know, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. I, I was just going to say I'm reminded of an interview that I had last week. Um, Sam Page did it with me. And uh, the guest that we had was, he, he was a perpetual hot button pusher. He was always looking for buttons to push. He was trying to start arguments. He was trying to get fights going. And it was a real challenge. I, I kind of thought about that when you were talking about how anybody can come up on yeah. uh, the, the Wisdom and Fireside, actually never really know what's going to happen there. And it, it was a challenge for me. I can't say it was the most fun interview I ever did. But like I said to Sam afterward, when we were chatting um, via, via text message, I said, hey, I really got to practice my verbal jujitsu skills. <laughs> I know. Isn't it feels better because you're like, you're staying calm under fires. And he's just like, yes, I do. Right. And, yeah. uh, and uh, wisdom, I think, because fireside is different. Uh, but wisdom, this is where you're going to be challenged. I have individuals... Um, one of them last time, I did not even brought him on board as a guest. I was like, no, I'm not, because it was a little too much the time before. I tried to push my envelopes, and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. I said, and the other said, you do realize I can drop you off. And he's like, oh, I dare you, I dare you. I'm like, okay, you dare me. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked for it. I mean, you come on. 
But for me, don't that, push it. It's like, <laughs> yes, you know, it's like, oh, this is what you want. You want to test me? Okay, but you're becoming disrespectful, and this is my show. Be respectful. I don't see the point to push or argument for me. That doesn't do for me. It's like we can have an argument with a good conversation. It doesn't need to be everybody pull up the desk. We're ready. I'm like, no. <laughs> we can have a intelligent conversation. So you set your tone, but yes, you never know who you're going to talk to, and that's what it's amazing. It's it's a great skill set that keeps you on toes. Actually, <laughs> lately I've been adding a. It does. It does. Lately, I've mm-hmm. been adding a new segment to the show. I've, um, I've been doing special episodes of the show talking about cryptocurrency, um, in part oh, because yeah. I have a background where I know very much about how Bitcoin came about. And I, I actually wrote a book about monetary policy at one point. Um, so it's right in my wheelhouse, but it doesn't really fit totally in what we talk about here on mm-hmm. the regular podcast. So I figured, well, I'll just create it like a special segment because I know there's a whole bunch of people interested in that. Maybe I can draw more yeah. listeners in and so forth. And uh, I had a guest on today, really great guy. His name is Josh Rhodes. Um, so if you're listening to this uh, episode here, you'll find the other one either before or after it immediately. Just look for it in the uh, rotation. Uh, but uh, he is an advocate of cryptocurrency. I am a skeptic of it. And that that's the premise of the, the special segment. You know, let, let's have like a point-counterpoint debate about it. And it was, it, it, we weren't really arguing. There was not a lot of arguing going on. There was different viewpoints being expressed. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun because neither one of us had the agenda to talk each other into something or, you know, force a viewpoint or whatever. It was just, exactly. let's exchange the views. And that, that kind of thing is a lot of fun, I think. I, I think so Yeah. No, I think it's fun, especially when you talk about those topics because it's so interesting when people don't realize that, you know, you look out on Wall Street and you see um, all of those companies and how they're doing with the NASDAQ, but mm-hmm. they don't realize there is a cryptocurrency as well, similar to the NASDAQ, but it's crypto. And it's like, oh, yeah. molly, I've discovered that. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is so many things going on. It's like, oh, my goodness. I'm back. <laughs> so, no, I love that. I love the exchange of ideas in different different views. I think it's very enlightening because you always learn something. And for the um, audience as well, it, it brought up the, uh, it really brought the, the horizon um, on subject and on topics and you wouldn't never thought about it. That's what I, I totally love. Agree. Yeah, I totally more, agree. Yeah, people are more inclined to listen. People who don't argue, but just have a great conversation and they can peek whatever they want and go back later on their computer and just do some more research about it. So it's very fascinating, but the cryptocurrency is fascinating. I know the IRS is chasing after everybody to try to get them. Because <laughs> them the government wants to legalize this. They want to, uh, it's not legalized. They want to, um, what do you call it? Regulate. regulate. Yes. They want to regulate because they want to put their, their paws on there. It's very interesting. To watch. <laughs> yeah, but it's fascinating to me because they don't have the control. But they're trying to get the control. It's like, oh my, <laughs> what are they going to try to do today? It's like very interesting. <laughs> well, I totally agree about the, the point, the uh, viewpoints too. I mean, I've, this mm-hmm. is a topic I've touched on often here on this podcast, but I think viewpoints are probably the great undiscovered superpower that people don't realize they already have. Because when you get those viewpoints coming in from a wide range of angles and individuals and you know, backgrounds and cultures and so forth, boy, do you learn. 
That's that's what I learned by doing this podcast, by having all these viewpoints that I've had on over the years. I have learned and learned and learned and learned. But the, my my worldview now, compared to when I started the podcast, is miles away from where it was. Just yeah. not even in the same ballpark, not even on the same mm-hmm. continent. It's very, very, very big growth curve that I've gone through. And and I actually have had uh, many listeners you know, send me emails or whatever saying, I love watching you grow on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you're one of them, actually, Henry. I think you actually wrote me an email like that at one point. Oh, yeah, I I can see you. The last couple of years alone is just phenomenal. It's great. This is this is what I love because it's like it reminds me of a soap on TV, and you're like, the first episode, their pilot is like nobody's comfortable, but you go to episode (laughs) fifty, and all comfortable. We're the same way. I'm laughing. I'm like, yes. If and I made I made reference a few times in my podcast. If you listen to episode number one with my microphone and the way I talk compared to what I do today, it's totally different. You you can hear the evolution. This is what I love. Mm. It's like how do we grow into our craft is amazing. It really is. When you were talking about uh, uh, the, those first few episodes there, it was making me think about a, a television show on Apple TV that came out in the last year or two that actually won all the Emmy, Emmy Awards in the last uh, round of Emmy Awards called Ted Lasso. And it was recommended to me. <laughs> it was recommended to me by a co-host. I, I started listening to it, and those first few episodes were so incredibly uncomfortable. Like, oh god, this is so this is so stilted, and the characters are so yeah. you know obnoxiously stereotypical, and so forth. But after a while, they win you over. <laughs> after a while, they start feeling yeah. like real human beings, and, yeah. and now I can't wait for the third season to come out. But I those first few episodes were yeah. tough for me. Yeah. I know. Same thing here. I'm like, okay, that's like, oh, but it's awesome. It's wonderful. I love that show. It's, I think it's great. I, exactly. It grows on you. It's like, okay. That's well, I think what, what happened for me anyway is those stereotypical characters stopped being stereotypical and started being human beings. Yep. And that transition just, mm-hmm. well, first of all, it's a bit of a shock because you're not used to seeing that. You're yep. used to seeing a stereotypical character played out continuously. He's mm-hmm. always going to be this person who never grows. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. That's not what happens here. No. They actually grow. They they evolve as human beings, and that's fun. That's fascinating to watch. Yeah. I know. It's, this is a great show. So that's one of my favorite shows, actually, on Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is you don't have to like sport. You don't have to like you know British football no. or soccer, as we call it here. You don't have to like any of that. Yeah, yep. I mean, if you like it, it's great, but that's yep. just such a small segment of the show. The bigger segment is the personalities and the storylines and all yes. that stuff. I know. And it's yeah. in Europe too. And I love over there. So I'm like, in the US, for me, every time I see something from Europe, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that it's European and you guys have heard of it and I haven't. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. But there's another example of just how this whole world has changed. Right now, and we've made reference to this before, Amory, you're in the UK. I'm in Connecticut. Emma's in Minnesota, of all places. I mean, we're just like in very different spots. We're having this conversation in the last 38 minutes. It has felt like we've known each other forever. Yeah. We've never met before today. Emma, Emma and, and, and Amory and I, I mean, Amory and I obviously have known each other for a while, but we've never met you before. And yet 38 mm-hmm. minutes into it, we feel like we're having a, a chat with an old friend. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how we connect. This is what I love yeah. to do. It's like how to be comfortable with each other and connecting. And it's just a great experience. Absolutely. 
Yes, and I love it. All because we have these technological connections that enable us to do mm-hmm. these things. Now, did I have any of that in mind when I started my podcast? Absolutely not. It wasn't even in the realm of possibilities. Well, actually, when I started, we didn't even have the software you had access to when you started four to five years ago. We had nothing. You wanted to record. Literally, it was like you said, you want to record your own podcast. You record it. You found a place to put it online. If you were lucky, it got picked up somewhere. It was that Wild West-ish. Today, it's a completely different animal. But if you had asked me then, and if we we were going to be doing this 10 years from then, I would have said, well, good luck with that. <laughs> you know, I can, when that that page moved, and I, I mentioned to people, I said the, the door is closed. Everything was the windows were closed. Everything was closed, so there were no air, no movement into the kitchen. I wasn't running around like a chicken without a head. I was just cooking by the <laughs> stove, so I wasn't even moving when that page moved. So for me, it was like, okay, universe, you're telling me to do something, so I'm gonna go. I couldn't go. Really? I'm, I'm going to be eating now. I said, nope, turn the stone. like, okay, got to go over there. I'm going to go. And as I typed, it all popped up, and I didn't do any research or anything. The, the Audacity, this Audacity uh, came up. The software came up. I'm like, okay, free. I'm like, okay, cool. And everything came, uh, even the platform. I had no idea you had to put it on a platform. I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. And everything came together by way of perfect synchronicity. Now, the biggest challenge for me was my microphone. I don't know for you, but my microphone, I had to figure out which one I needed to use and a better one. And it was uh, the in and out music that I wanted. Mm -hmm. But it was very interesting to go through the process because I would have had no idea. Seriously? I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I've never been to broadcast school. I am not a professional for that. Um, and I still will never say I'm a professional because that would be too arrogant for me to say that. But I'm just doing podcasts. That's all. I'm not doing any, I'm not saying anything else. I said, I had, uh, my podcast has evolved since then. Uh, I don't do as much of my intuitive work right now because I'm interviewing people. So I do more collaboration. Uh, and I'm doing great interviews as well, but it's, it's evolving in a way that I would never at the beginning will think that would uh, evolve the way it is. I had no idea. Right. The universe knew, not me. <laughs> not me either. <laughs> and wait, wait. Oh, sorry, Walt. Nope, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I love the fact that you didn't really know what you were doing no. and you just Googled yes. it and you found it and you mm-hmm. actually went ahead and did it. I yeah. mean, that just to me sounds terrifying. So many of us want to do something, but that fear stops us from doing it. So was it just literally your belief and your trust that just took you to that level? It did. And it freaked me out too, actually. I would be a liar if I said it not freak me out because I do freak out and I did. I have a good way. For me, if I know it's going to work, is I have to freak out before I start. And I did. Because even though I went through the motion, I, I'm not... I, you know, the way we got brought up when I was younger helped me because it's, you have to do it, you have to do it. That's the way we, the, the mindset we had. So for me, when that happened, I'm like, okay, let's do that. I'm like, oh, you know, you don't know what's going to be next. Okay, I'm going to find these, these. Okay, I found everything. I'm happy, skippy. But when you actually are on the front of the computer and you're like, what on earth am I doing here again? Why am I doing this? Don't know. It's scary. I will say it is scary. So I freak out for five minutes and I say, you know what? It's time to get moving. So let's do it. And I, I put myself and I think people need to realize 
put yourself as a student of life. Do not put it. I don't have any expectation. I had nothing. I did not set up a deadline. You're going to be famous in 15 minutes. This is a lie, people. Don't even dare think about the option of by tomorrow morning after my breakfast, after I'm done with the first episode, woo, millions of people is going to be at my door waiting for me. No, it doesn't work this way. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And do it for the right intention. What is your intention? Very good because question. if your intention is wrong, it's not going to yeah. work. My intention was to continue to do as an intuitive my work and pass down the message that people need to hear around the world. Mm-hmm. And that was the intent. That's it. I wasn't, I said, I'm not looking for fame and, and fortune and, ooh, I'm going to be the next Kim Kardashian or whatever I name popular, you know, big names. But I did what I'm supposed to do because that's what I'm supposed to do. That's it. it but yeah, it is scary. Oh, I, I would be a liar if I said no. <laughs> like, yes, it is. It's, but you, you know what? Think at the end of the day, you're challenging yourself and the biggest issue people have is you're going into the unknown. You have no bearings, nothing. It's something new, but I don't know for you what, when you started, it's like you can feel all of the cells in your body. You can feel mm. your life. That's yes. what he felt. Starting and said, I'm doing something. I'm in charge. I even have good sponsors. I'm saying this. I'm in charge. I'm in a driver's seat and I'm going to do something that really is deep in my core. I can feel it and I know it's the right thing for me to do. And I don't even ask people around because I never did on when I started the podcast and my blogs. I'm not, I'm not a writer. I'm just a blogger. I'm somebody who wanted to share stories and the same thing here, but don't look at approval from anybody because people are going to say, Oh, you're crazy. And Marie, you're doing what? No. Don't do that. <laughs> Just follow your instinct. Follow what your gut feeling is saying to you. And yes, it's scary. Oh, yes, absolutely. I don't know what, what was your state of mind when you started yours, but mine was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I used simply Twitter. I never marketed. I said, it will grow organically, which is supposed to be. I'm not forcing anything. And it will go where it's supposed to go. I'm not worried about it. And I just kept doing my episode. I started once a week. Then the universe said, well, you know, it's nice, Emma, once a week, but we want it twice. I'm like, okay, twice a week. Then I had to learn. <laughs> I had to learn. You know, I don't know for you. At the beginning of my podcast when I started, I used to, okay, I don't know what I'm going to say, so I'm going to stop the recording, restart the recording, stop the recording, restart the recording. It was ridiculous. And then about the second or third episode, it's like the universe said, well, Emma, you could continue to record it. Who cares? At the end, you can you know, cut what you don't need. Mm. So I started to do this and as I was getting more comfortable, then I did not have to cut as much at all. Maybe there is some days I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm too tired or I'm not right in the mood, but that's how I did it. And I went to from twice a week to three times a week. Then they're like, well, you could do like four or five times. Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, 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 no. It takes like (laughs) too much of my time. So the live stream, actually, the live shows are good because I'm doing it live and I'm done. I don't have to record. I just do this. But it started progressively and just I went with the flow. I don't try, did not try to control anything, the narrative or anything at all. I just let the universe run with it. And 
take me where it's supposed to take me and have the faith, the beliefs, not seeing the result. And as I said, when I started to stu look at the statistic, I was shocked. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I still don't believe it because for me, it's surreal. <laughs> I don't, it's like, it's very, very weird. It's like, really? So yeah, that's what I do. I don't know. Well, what you two were both talking about, about the fear of mm -hmm. starting something like this. I actually took advantage when I first started. You asked how I started and what my yeah. thought process was. When I started, I took advantage of the fact that I had no listeners. That's how I got myself to do the first episode because I knew, well, I don't have any listeners anyway, so I'm not risking anything here. If there were, if I had known that there were a hundred people who were going to listen, I'm not sure I would have done that first episode. But because I knew nobody was listening, it was safe. <laughs> It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to publish it, but nobody's listening anyway, so who cares? <laughs> I, I like the way you're thinking. I'm going to use this one, actually. For you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so nobody's listening. I don't care. Nobody's going to watch me. So woohoo, let's have fun. Oh, I like that. I never thought about this way, actually. Never. Well, that's actually what got me not only going, it's what got me in, it got me past that first fear space. I never really was in that fear space for more than a split second. It didn't last very long for me because I took that mindset. And then almost instantly from the first episode, well, I've told this story many times. My first episode, we lost the first 20 minutes. My wife and I did the episode together. We did it on our 13th wedding anniversary. And nice. we lost the first 20 minutes because we realized it wasn't actually turned on when we thought it was turned on. It wasn't actually recording when we thought it was recording. Oh. So it's kind of funny if you go back and find that first episode and play it, the first word you hear me say are, now well, we can welcome you to LOA today. <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, we had this big flop, this big flub up there. And because mm -hmm. I went at it with the attitude, well, no one's listening anyway, it didn't matter. Yes. So really from the first day, from day one, my biggest issue was, well, how do I make this technology work better? Yep. And within a couple, three episodes, my, my second episode was horribly distorted sounding, so that didn't come out really great, but it, at least I got past that one. By the third episode, I was doing my first interview, and it was a fun interview. It was with a gentleman who had made um, his fortune in life when from a very young age, he decided he was going to get involved in the creation of jewelry with real diamonds. He was going to become a, a jewelry designer. He was going to be basically a craft designer before craft design became a thing. Wow. He was one of the forerunners of that. And he ended up creating this very, very successful business, became a multimillionaire out of it, the whole thing. So he basically told his story. And once I heard that on the third episode, actually, I think it was the fourth episode, it was, um, why would I want to stop at this point? Because remember where I came from. Where I came from was the idea, well, we're broke. We're deep in debt. Our businesses failed. We're trying to resurrect them. We're struggling like crazy. Nothing seems to work. It feels like we're, we're losing ground every step along the way. Let's see if we can get some experts in to help us figure out and teach us what we need to know without having to pay hundreds of dollars in coaching fees. And exactly. that's, that's literally why I ended up getting um, this guy, Fred, as one of my guests. And he, I mean, he couldn't answer all my questions. But he answered enough of them that I wanted to learn more. Good. And so now it was no longer a question of how afraid I am. Now it's mm -hmm. more a question of how many guests can I find, <laughs> yes. which is an entirely different feeling. It's an entirely yes. different question. Yes. And yeah, because for me, I started solo and I just started in 2020 uh, because of Audrey. I started to do collaboration because I mm -hmm. was doing my solo. And then I started to enjoy the collaboration because I brought people in. Not as much when I got interviewed, it was more people coming in for the collaboration. 
And I enjoyed it that very much. So I'm more focused on the collaboration actually right now because I am interview uh, very interesting individuals uh, lately uh, that um, I don't think people had the opportunity to talk to them the way I'm, because I'm like uh, more deep into how to get started, who you are, mm. going backwards to the right. beginning. And it's very, very interesting. But my first years of podcasts were just me and my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I give you credit, too. To me, that's actually the hard way to do a podcast. So those of yeah. you who do it that way, yeah, I, I give you a lot of credit. That, yeah. Because I kind of run out of things to say if I don't have somebody to bounce it off of. I've loved the interview format since the first day that I did an interview, which was episode one with my wife. We were kind of interviewing each other. Yeah. And I love the energy exchange that you get out of that. But I give credit to people like you who can just do it solo. That's that's a that's oh, an art. I, I just yeah, I, do, I can sit down anywhere. I just have you know, I'm connected with the universe. So I just uh, that's why I use some of my oracle cards. Once in a while, I picked up one and say, oh, we're talking about leadership. Let's have a conversation about leadership. Then we'll that's see good. what else yeah. we'll talk about. And it comes automatically out of my mouth and it's quite funny and I have stories to share. As I said, I always have something funny to share in between. It's like, oh my God, it's like having fun. But yes, I started mine. It was by myself. So it was, it's very interesting. It's very challenging. Like you said, you just have to relax, not focus yeah. on anything, get your little groove. And then at uh, the beginning, I was like, okay, I'm going to go a little dance. I'm going to go relax. <laughs> Feels good. And then after a while, it's like, okay, candles on. We're ready to go universe. Everybody ready? We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what I say every time. It's like, okay, people, are we ready? Hey, let's go. <laughs> I, I love how you get all your spirit guys. It's such all lined up. Okay, guys, come on. We're about ready to go live. Okay, five, four, three. The funniest part is you never know who I'm talking to. It's not even my spirits, guys. It can be anyone from above. Anyone at all. Okay. (laughs) So so it's not just the wisdom app. It's like you're getting visitors from all over the place is what you're saying. I got you. It's like whoever wants to talk today. It's like when I'm writing blogs, um, I have to go back and do that more diligently. But when I was writing my seven days blogs, it's whomever. And I have uh, started a saga of the pups for my, uh, my dogs. And I started to write, actually, every blog is going to turn into a book, actually. So every episode wow. of that will be a book for the dogs. But it's just, you know, go with the flow. I don't know. Maybe it's the hardest things to do, but I like to do it. It's it's pretty cool. It's crazy, too. It sounds crazy. <laughs> this is fascinating to watch because, obviously, Walt started because he wanted to learn Mm-hmm. And you started because you wanted to give, but both your enthusiasm is just like booming and for different reasons, but the same outcome. Yeah. But I wanted to know about your connection source because you said you hear like really loud voices. I don't get that. I feel things. So I just like intrigued about how, what do you hear? Oh, it depends who's whispering and it depends what's coming out of my mouth because uh, I can hear, see feel, smell. So I got all of Smell? This. Really? Yes. yes. What does spirit smell like? I mean, there's a song about that, but that's another thing. <laughs> you can't say spirit. <laughs> you can't say, when, when I do, um, and I don't do readings, or I do maybe for a couple of my clients, but not as I used to, uh, I could, on situation, I could smell roses, I could smell burn, I could smell food. So wow. when uh, somebody from the other side or somebody wants to pass a message and they know, then I will smell something and people will know. I have no idea. So I'm describing and I'm telling, oh, I smell cinnamon here. Like, oh, yeah, that was grandma. 
Okay, so Emma's Universe podcast is on Podomatic. So if you just type Emma's Universe podcast, it will come in Google and you can find it on Apple. It will come on Podomatic, Apple, wherever streaming comes, they will, it will come. So that's the first one. I have several websites because I'm a business coach. Uh, and I'm focusing more on business than I used to do for my intuitive work. But if people want to reach me for that, they can go on edgbusinessstrategies.com. And I have another web website if they're interesting to do exactly what I do about learning, because that's what I do as a business coach is edgonlinelearning.com. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at Emma at edg-associates.com. And you can find me on social media. Um, I'm extremely active on Twitter at Emma DiGallo. I'm on Instagram. If you want to see the pups, the Instagram is only for the dogs and the food. <laughs> <laughs> but you will have plenty of uh, real from the dogs. But if you want to connect with me, you can, again, on Instagram uh, at Emma DiGallo. I'm there. So they can connect with me this way. So Beautiful. I have a website, but I think it's enough. <laughs> Well, well, we'll make sure that we include those two links to those two websites in the show notes so people yes. can find you that way for sure. Yes. And the others, of course, they can just follow their nose. But this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a wonderful conversation. I know. And maybe you should let them know, too. We have conversation part two coming in June. That's so true. We need to mention that. And that would, be on my, that would be on my podcast. It's not going to be live stream. Uh, unless we do a, maybe we could do a fireside actually. Maybe we could connect and do a fireside with both of you. Sure. We could do directly one show on fireside. But, um, I just invited, uh, Walt and Anne Marie because we're going to do part two on my podcast. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. Soon. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. So yes. Oh, absolutely. It was a pleasure to speaking with both of you. Love it. Thank we're you going so to make much. sure that we, we take the links for that too. We'll provide links uh, on our various channels so that people can find it and listen to it. Cause yeah, everybody should it's be part of it. it oh, yes. So Emma, thank you very much for joining us. And Anne Marie, as usual, has been wonderful. So thank you very much for your contributions. <laughs> and thank you very much to all of our podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.